0: beauty business babe my name is Kelly Callahan I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed since then I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom Because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. This is your host, Kelly Callahan. And today we have a special guest. She is my secret hack for my business, but I am letting all of you guys in on this secret hack that I have And this beautiful human. Her name is Jam Wimberly and she is with JFW Lit. She is my copywriter. She's helped me so much over the last six, seven, eight months. I don't even know how long we've been working together, but she's truly been such an angel and a great person to work with in my business. So I wanted to introduce you guys to her
1: Jam. What's up, girl? How you doing? What's up, Kelly? How's it going? How's it going? Uh, Thanks for having me on your show. I feel good.
0: Yeah. So Jam actually helps me with copywriting. And I know this is something that a lot of you guys struggle with. So I invited her to be on the podcast because I want her to share her expertise, her tips, her tricks, all of that good stuff with you guys. So before we start, Jam, can you let them know what you do, who you are, and
1: all of that good stuff? Sure. Thanks, Kelly. So um, like Kelly said, my name is Jam. I'm a copywriter, and I help businesses tell their their brand story and get more sales through that. Um, It's been a lot. It's been a cool journey becoming a copywriter. My first gig in copy was uh, back in New York City when I was 22, just fresh out of college, and I didn't even know I was getting a copywriting job. I thought I was just helping people put stuff on their website. I didn't realize I was uh, starting this career in this billion dollar industry. So for the last 10 years or so, I've just been kind of finding new gigs and new jobs. And finally I worked with uh, a guy who's uh, one of the top copywriters in the world. He showed me his ways. And ever since then, I've been able to freelance on my own and it's been a wonderful ride. And I just love helping businesses, especially women, um, elevate their business and tell their story.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting how we met. So we met through a mutual friend. And she also I don't know if you guys work for the same person or have worked with. Yeah. the same person. Okay, cool. Yeah, he seems like he's incredible and so talented at what he does when it comes to copywriting. So I think that's really cool that you were able to work with him and kind of um, have him take you under his wing for a
1: while. Yeah, it was great. Um, I, you know, Copy is kind of like that. Any job in marketing, I think you have to like find somebody who's going to show you the way and Mm. then you can go off on your own. And so um, that's why there's not a lot of, I mean, there's people who say they're copywriters, but there's not a lot of successful copywriters. It takes a while to find that person to help you uh, on your journey in life. So yeah, I'm glad that Malai connected us. Yeah, I
0: I definitely understand what you're saying when it comes to basically trying to find the right copywriter for like the right type of entrepreneur. Because for me, it meant looking for somebody who understood what my mission my values and just who I was as a person not just my business right and so like one thing that really stood out about you when we first spoke was your ability to ask questions to really understand me and I know that you did your own research you looked at my podcast you looked at my reviews you looked at You know, my Instagram, you looked at everything and you really came back with some really solid questions that I felt like, wow, you know, you really care and you really want to make sure that not only are we doing this in a way that reflects my brand, but also reflects who I am as a person.
1: Yeah, that's like the whole goal. I'm glad that you see the effort and not just the effort, but like the mindset that a good copywriter has. I think a lot of people, when you're talking about finding the right uh, copywriter for your brand or for, Type of entrepreneur, I think most people really need to look for somebody who cares enough to tell your real story. A lot of people can just throw anything up about spray tan. You can Google anything about spray tan and just throw that up there on a website and hope it works. But um, that's not what people buy. People don't just buy generic brands, they buy the story, they fall in love with a person. And so um, my history and learning how I grew up writing fiction and I went to school for fiction and poetry. So I have a mindset that is driven on story more than. On selling. And I think mm-hmm. that now that I have all the components, I have the, the marketing hat, I have the copywriting hat, and I have the story writing hat. So wearing all those hats at once, I think that's what makes me the kind of copywriter who wants to know your personal details, the, the things that motivate you, because those are the same things that are going to motivate your clients to be your clients.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely through storytelling. And that's something that I actually learned through going to Tony Robbins events and um, even having Jerick Robbins on the show at one point, you know, he told so many stories and I was just sitting here like, there has to be something to this. Cause like everything was a story. It was never, you know, just like a one worded answer or a couple sentence Mm -hmm. answer. It was always like told in a story. So I thought that was really interesting. And it's, Cool, like to see how powerful stories are because they make things relatable. They make it real. You know, it makes it like, oh, wow, like this person is a person. It's not, or this business is a person. It's not just a business trying to take my money, like you mentioned earlier. So, (laughs) (laughs) before we start, um, I wanted to kind of get into the foundation of like what copywriting is because believe it or not when I talk about you and copywriting in general like in my beauty business babes Facebook group or with people they just don't know what copywriting is so I found this to be really um, surprising to be honest but if we can just kind of take it down to the basics and the foundation of what copywriting is how would you define that
1: cool so basically copy is the text And marketing words, we use the word copy. That's the stuff that's going to get people to buy your product. So your copywriting is the text you put on your website or your business in any way that sells people and motivates them to buy your stuff. That's basically it. So it's an ad. You know, most people are famous are familiar with ads. The first ad you probably put together was like a lemonade stand that you did when you were a kid with your friends, right? You know, we're selling lemonade, you know, you write lemonade, $5. That's, that's your first piece of copywriting. When you have an actual business, it takes a little bit more than just saying what my business is and how much it costs, right? And that's why copywriters are so influential and why they're so important. Um, it takes a copywriter to say the things that most people don't know how to say. You know, they might be selling, you know, hair, for example. They might be hair stylists, right? but they don't know how to talk about their technique. They don't know how to talk about why they use the products they use. They don't know how to talk about why their method works and why they're great hairstylists.
0: Copywriters
1: are are the people who know how to distill what you know, your knowledge base, and then write something. So when someone reads it, they're like, oh my gosh, this person sounds great. I want to go get my hair done by them. That's our whole job. I would say that copy is the text that you put in an ad so you can sell something. But it's much more than that, especially when you're, When you're working with a copywriter like myself or anybody who's really in the game, they, we're telling stories, we're telling your true history, and that sells more than anything. And sure, there's a lot of, there's a lot of techniques that you use in copy to sell. Um, We can talk about those a little bit, but the main thing with copy is you have to write something compelling so it can sell your product or business. And that's what copy is. So that I love that. Yes. Okay, so. <laughs> when you first I got asked, I
0: was like, yeah. what am I
1: saying? And I was like, oh wait, I hope I'm saying the right thing. <laughs> yes.
0: No, that makes complete sense. And I love that you elaborated on it because, you know, one thing that I found in the beauty business Facebook group is that like people have these blocks. They have these blocks when it comes to showing face and
1: talking about themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and if- it's hard to. It's hard because um, when you're in a beauty business you're kind of expected to be on like they expect you to look like Beyonce every time you walk out the house you know and sometimes when you're putting the copy together for your website your baby's crying your man is at work <laughs> late you ain't got no food you all you want is some wine and you're not in the mindset to really sell yourself the best way so no you don't want to put your face out there you don't want to tell your backstory because your backstory might sound terrible to you because you're the one tell you know like if you know if you're going through something traumatic like if you had a traumatic backstory that brought you into spray's hand. you know, for example, you know, oh, I was running away from a, you know, a bad relationship and I got into Spray's hand. Some people don't want to elaborate and make themselves vulnerable like that. Right. But that's why you hire a copywriter. They can make your sad story sound like, you know, uh, the hero's journey, you know, instead, you know, instead of being this sad journey, it's this Odyssean journey of you going on this crazy wild ride to find a thing that you love. And now you're, you know, That's why copywriters are important because we can see you in a way that nobody else sees you. We can turn you into a hero in your own life, in your business.
0: Right. I love that so much. And that's so true. And, and one thing, again, I want to reiterate is like even working with like other copywriters and trying to get people to help me with social media and things like that, like nobody has captured my story as, well as you have and i think one of the components to hiring like a really good copywriter is the fact that you took it upon yourself to really like ask deeper questions and like even analyze you know pretty much everything that i was doing online before you came and spoke to me about pricing or anything that you had to offer. It was all about me and like learning more about myself and my journey and asking tougher questions to kind of dig in a little bit deeper to see like why I was the way I was or how I got to where I'm at and like all of these different components to bring in this whole massive story that was I mean, to me, like, I'm just like, I'm just an ordinary human. Like, I'm just a boring chick that, like, (laughs) just does stuff, you know, because I have freaking ADD and I need to be doing shit. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel you
1: there, girl. I feel you.
0: (laughs) So, like, and then you just just brought out this whole other story. It's like, oh, wow. Like, that's actually kind of cool. So, I appreciate that. Now, going into kind of like the first section of maybe some tips and tricks for people who are listening right now, what would you say are some do's and don'ts when it comes to copywriting for small business owners?
1: Okay, so we kind of just touched on a big uh, do in your copywriting and we're talking about how I focus on you In copy you want to focus on the you the person that is buying your stuff the you know the person that you want to bring into your business the ideal client you want to focus on them so a big a major do when you're writing is to write to that person imagine you're writing a letter to a person that you want them to come you know come support your business or something you know you're gonna you want to write to them in an inviting way. You want to pick out those those emotions and those actions that are really gonna get get people buzzed, right? So the first thing I would say is like just make sure that you have an ideal person in mind when you're writing, so it feels like you're writing to someone specific, and that way you you tell a specific story about yourself and the brand and everything. So my major my first goal of everything is. Write for the you. Have somebody in mind when you're writing, your ideal client in mind. Have that person's image in mind. And that's why I took so much time learning about you so I could not only like write about you effectively, but understand what you want out of a client. You know, that makes yeah, sense? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So that's a major do. A major don't is um, don't copy whatever else you see out there. Like a lot of people get in their head about, oh, all I have to do is just go find some other website completely copy everything they have on it and put it on mine. And that's going to work. It's not going to work. It might work for a little bit, but you're not going to get consistent results because you're just, you're swiping somebody else's story. That's like, you know, that's kind of tacky. And I know you've, you have experience with that. What you really want to do is make sure that even if you're using the same template style, or even using the same, the same call to actions, you want to make sure that you are telling your own unique individual story if you try to sound like everybody else you're just gonna get drowned out so don't copy what you see on the internet you know take some hints take some examples you can swipe but don't copy word for word that's the worst thing you can do in copywriting for your business
0: yeah I mean the way that I see it is if I were to ever think about copying anybody it would be diluting not only my brand, but also their brand. And when you're copying from somebody, I feel like it's just so disrespectful. It's happened to me multiple times. And that's why I actually love working with copywriters like you, because this is copyrighted work. Like you cannot just take this for your own. Um, I actually just had a recent trainer do this and she literally Mm -hmm. copied and pasted the stuff that you did for me on my website. And I'm just sitting here like, girl, I paid thousands and thousands of dollars for this. Like you're supposed (laughs) to be somebody who like, I don't, I was close to, you know? So it was like really Mm -hmm. disheartening, but that's something that I preach all the time too. Is like, you know, when you are creating a business or creating a product or service, like, yes, it's good to have this inspiration from people who are doing it well or whatever, But the last thing that you want to do is just be a copy and pasted version of this person. Like you want your Mm -hmm. own unique beauty to shine through everything that you do. And so taking bits and pieces of like what multiple people do and creating your own thing and putting your huge unique twist to it, like that's really where the Mm -hmm. magic happens. And that's why I feel like my businesses have been really successful because I continue to really not focus on what anybody else is doing and really stay mm-hmm. focused in on like what I'm doing and having people like you help me through that process.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think this is one of your uh, phrases, you know, make your beauty mark. It's really important to to stand out. And I think some people think, oh, how do I stand out? Well, I got to be the best. And I try to get people that I mean, I've tried to get myself because I've always been I got to be the best. No, I, and like in my later years of life, not later, I'm in my 30s. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, you know, now I'm a mom. I don't care about being the best. I just want to be mm-hmm. authentic. And I just try mm-hmm. to preach that to my clients. Like, what is your authentic story? Because if you're just some dude selling some stuff that everybody else is selling, nobody cares about that. What is your right. authentic story? And are you willing to share it? Because if you are, that can open up all the doors for your business. You know, you could try to be reserved and try to be a blank face and not really be the face of your brand. But, um, if you're not, you know, putting yourself out there a little bit, like you can only expect so much success. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. I agree. I was actually one of the first people in the sunless industry that I knew of to do, um, more of like a personal type of brand. There wasn't many people at all that was doing this at this time. I think there was one other person in Hollywood doing it, but, um, Mm -hmm. in the sunless industry, like, that really helped me. And actually that idea came from working with a mentor. She was like, girl, put your face out there, like go tell your story. And so I wasn't really familiar with like what a personal brand was at the time, but I enjoyed actually doing that because once I was able to share my story, you know, I feel like a lot of people gravitated to me because they were like, she is a normal chick. She's doing what I do. She came Mm -hmm. from like, not having like, anything, you know, I literally started this business with $2,000 in my bank account and invested that into the business. Uh-huh. Like a lot of people can relate to this story of, you know, just starting off and not really knowing what the hell they're doing. And then hopefully, you know, we uh-huh. can all kind of grow together and they see themselves in my own journey, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the whole point is you want your clients to see themselves in you or in your brand, you know, mm-hmm. like you, they, you want them to identify with you like they identify with like their favorite social media influencer, you know, or anything like that. Um, And that's why copy is so important because it takes a copywriter's mind to find those little, you know, nuances about your life that are big deals to your clients. And, you know, and you just, you try to pull those things out. Like one of the things, for instance, with you, I realized that you are a go-getter. Like you don't let nothing stop you. It doesn't matter what it is. You're like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm getting over that obstacle and I'm going, you know? And if you don't talk about that on your website or in your sales letters or in or anything that you sell, you're missing those those go getters out there who want to be like you, who want to identify with that. There's a lot of people who can push past boundaries that are, you know, that seem impossible to others and they find a way to do it, you know, and it's important to talk about some of those aspects of your personal being in your copy so you can attract those clients that you're looking for.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people actually related to kind of like the hardships that I've had. So um, one thing that comes up for me is like going through a, a really crazy and unexpected divorce with, um, you know, my yeah. ex-husband. And I shared that I, I since have taken it down on the Beauty Business based podcast because I just felt like this isn't, it wasn't very like business related when I did mm-hmm. kind of talk about this. And so, but when I did, Place it up there a lot of people were like wow like I cannot believe that you went through that and this is what I went through and so they were able to relate with the story and I feel like that really helped me connect with people and then aside from that you know one thing that people say too it's like you deal with a lot of like polar opposite you know people having like their imp- their opinions about you. Like some people like either love you or some people like really don't like you and you're Mm -hmm. okay with that. And I see that in you. And like, they're like, I don't understand how you can overcome that because that would like really trigger me or it would stunt my growth if I had all of these different opinions coming at me at once. So Mm -hmm. I I appreciate like the realness of it. And I appreciate the fact that people are able to like relate to the story or like find inspiration in it. So going into the next question, um, you know, it it does relate to what we're just talking about. Bringing in a personal story for those people who are listening right now who aren't interested in really like talking about themselves, or maybe they have these blocks up and these guards that like they don't want to show face or talk about themselves. Why do you feel like it is really effective to be able to do that, to push through those boundaries and actually, or not those boundaries, but those obstacles and to be able to show face and talk more about their story?
1: Okay. So I think what I would ask those people who don't want to put their face out there or don't want to put a story to their brand, even if it's not necessarily their word for word, personal story. I would ask them like, how many things do you actually buy in life outside of like trash bags and simple stuff like that? How many things do you actually invest in life if you don't know the story behind it? You know, it's mm-hmm. like how many things do you actually invest in, in life if you don't know the story? Even if it's like as simple as Nike or or Jordans for example. Everybody loves Jordan because of Michael Jordan, right? right? That's like, you know, so if if, if there's just some random shoe called Jordan and and you didn't know the backstory, like why would you buy them? That's why I try to tell people is like there's you buy things because you're emotionally invested in them. Mm-hmm. You feel like it's going to help your life in some way. Either for for example with your spray tan classes, you're going to get women on the road to making six figures in a business that you know is kind of you know I want to say small but I would say that the circle is tight knit you know it is, and yeah. people can flourish in that and it's a job that you can you can fly all over the world you can work with models actors whatever you know it's there's a lot that goes into that right when you're thinking about investing your, your money into something you need to be kind of like comfortable you need to be confident in this in it too and how people feel comfortable and confident in buying things is if you open up to them you've got to mm-hmm. be vulnerable as a business person you have to be vulnerable. And you know, even before this recording, I was talking about how I like to stay a little mystique with my copywriting. I still have to learn how to be vulnerable with that too. Like you have to let people know where you're coming from because it's just like when you're holding on to a deep, dark secret that you think is like the ugliest thing in the world, right? You're like, oh, I couldn't tell anybody this. But then you find that one person you really connect with and talk to and you share it with them and you feel that like weight lift. And not only is that weight lifted, you realize it wasn't that big of a dark story. There's more people like you who are going through the same thing and they're attracted to you because you've gone through this. Mm-hmm. So I just want to remind people that getting people to buy or invest in your business is all about, it's kind of like dating or attracting somebody. You got you to gotta give something to get something. You know, you got to, Show a little leg to get the guy staring at you if that's what you're into, you know. You know, I hope nobody from Me Too comes after me for that. But what I'm saying is, is like, you got to you gotta put yourself out there if you're expecting something, you know. You can't be a completely closed off wall with a generic story or people are going to, like, nod and smile at you and then move on and go find the other pretty girl in the room. You got you to gotta show your, your best assets if you want to succeed in business. And sometimes people don't look at their story as the best asset because like I said, they see themselves a certain way. And that's why it's critical to hire a copywriter because they'll see you a different way. They have the ability to turn you into a hero in your own story and the hero of your brand, you know, versus whatever you're thinking in your mind, because you know, we can be, especially women, we can be incredibly hard on ourselves. We can look at ourselves and really not find anything but fault. And that's why it's so important to find a copywriter who can really work with you so they can really help your story shine.
0: Hey Sunless Sis, are you a spray tanning artist that is struggling to get more clients, keep your books filled, learn how to do and implement certain things like packages and memberships, how to create more sustainability and confidence and efficiency within your business? Girl, I know how hard it can be to be a solopreneur. I have been there before. You don't have to wear all of the hats. I really wanna help you elevate to the next level of your business head on over to freespraytanmasterclass.com so you can sign up for our 90-minute free spray tan masterclass. I can't wait to see you guys there. Yes, so good. So good. And what comes up for me as you were speaking, I'm like, you know, a lot of us deal with um, people coming to us and in their most vulnerable state. So whether they're getting a spray tan, they're completely naked, right? Or getting Mm -hmm. uh, Brazilian wax, they are just like exposing themselves to the fullest. And Mm -hmm. it would feel so much better to go to somebody who I could see their face on their website, know about their story, hear their voice through the words, through the copy that are That's on their website, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think it would just make people trust you more if you were able to open up even a little bit and like if you've never even talked about you or your story or you don't have your face on, you know, any website or anything like that start small maybe just do like an about me page and
1: mm-hmm.
0: talk about you and put a headshot up there and know that like it's okay to share you like you are deserving of that and people are deserving of receiving that information as well so going into the next question when we talk about websites what are some major components of copy for someone who has a website or more specifically okay. like a sales page
1: if that helps um on your website the reason why call to actions are so important is because people are coming there to do something anyway. They want to learn about you and they want to buy something, book something. Mm-hmm. So give give them on that first that first scroll a really clean picture of of something that you do, either it's your face or your brand or your whatever it is. If it, if you're selling lotion, have your lotion right there, right. And then you want that tagline that kind of gives your brand their identity. You know, like with you, don't just spray it, slay it, right? When you read that, you're like, ooh, okay, where are we at (laughs) right now? This ain't no regular, you know, uh, spray tan business. They're trying to slay, you know, you want me to look slayed when I leave here. Okay. So you want to, you want a CTA um, right underneath that that tells them to do something. So you, it's the title of your website. You want a really nice tagline that kind of like invites the culture, um, your client culture. And then you want them to do something. Book now register now, get on the appointment book, see our Temecula salon, you know, whatever it is, you want them to do something immediately, like mm-hmm. button right there, you know, for before anybody can, especially on your phone, it's really important to understand the dynamics of scrolling. Mm-hmm. You want them to, as soon as they get on that, on the phone to have a giant button, they can click, if nothing else. So that's the main thing, is having the title of your website, your tagline and your call to action. After that, you really want to get into fascinations and that's a word that we use in copy uh-huh. to talk about um little bullet points that we write about our business to help sell our business mm-hmm. so for example if you're selling spray tan you know a fascination that you might write um why we call it fascinations it's supposed to fascinate the reader it's supposed to get their mind thinking and going "Ooh, what's this but you don't give it all away you like tease a little bit mm-hmm. you know like so say what like um what we're doing at slay the spray you know it could be like sit you know, sip cocktails on a you know a jazzy rooftop bar and like the hottest, you know, hotel in downtown Fort Lauderdale. We'll wait till you see our surprise guest DJ and then dot dot dot. Everybody's gonna be like, oh shit, who's the DJ? You know like, <laughs> I love it. Those so are good. those are fascinations. Yeah. So when you're working on your website, make sure that you have at least those components um in terms of copy. You definitely want to have your the name of your site big, you wanna have a really strong, catchy tagline for your business, and then you want to have that CTA and after that start working on your fascination, start working on the things that are going to get people going, wow, I don't want to miss out on this. I need to be a part of this culture.
0: I love that so much. That was such a great tip. Like I didn't even think about how you were positioning all of that, you know, kind of like teasing. And I know that there's like a strategy behind it, but now like looking back at all of the stuff that you've done, I'm like, oh yeah, like you do that everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that makes complete sense. Yeah,
1: it's important to have, like when you're a cop, like websites are kind of like, you know, it's like you only have so many seconds to get this person convinced that you're legit. First of all, your website's got to, the design's got to be super clean. Right. I don't do website design, but, you know, it's like if your design looks clean, 98% of the people are going to stick there. Round right. the words got to make some sense. They're a sale, you know. That's another big thing that people like. If you're, if you're selling a product, you know, it might be nice to have like a 10% off sale at the top. Just like when you go on Fashion Nova, like it says that at the top, like every day, like this is the sale that's going on. Timers or like, uh, you know, uh, count, like a countdown for something, seven yeah. days to slay the spray. Oh shit. I only got seven days to buy my ticket. Let me get it. Those are really important to have on your website too. If you have a product that is limited quality or quantity, or if it's something that's coming up and it's only going to happen once, like it's like your display event, like that one event weekend. I mean, it's really right. important to have time as in as a motivator because when people feel like they're they're going to miss out, that's when they buy. Absolutely.
0: And and that's something that I've been taught through, like just working with mentors too, is, is just making sure that there's a reason for your clients to buy. Because just as somebody who has hosted events for like the last, I don't know how many years, five years or whatever, people buy in the very beginning and then people buy at the very, very last minute. Like you would be mm-hmm. shocked at how many people hit me up when it's already sold out. You know, I'm like, dude, <laughs> like this has been going on for like nine months, you know, like ticket sales have been going on. Why would you wait until last minute? And so like, it's just crazy, the psyche of just people, right? Like people yeah. psychology and like sales psychology, all of that stuff has influence on what you guys should be doing in terms of like your marketing and everything like that. So um, my last question for you is,
1: what do you feel
0: like is the most overlooked aspect of copywriting?
1: Um, we just kind of talked about it um, a little bit. Yeah, one of the most overlooked aspects in copy is creating that sense of urgency. Like, do it now. Like, if people feel like, oh, I can come back to this website mm-hmm. in a week and whatever I want on there will still be there, they're not going to do that. Everybody, Everybody's done that before. They get on a website, the thing is in the cart, they're going to buy it and they're like, mm-hmm, and then they change their mind and they walk away, right? right? Never come back. Creating a sense of urgency on your website, that is often over- overlook and it's one of the greatest tools you can use and it's you know some of the biggest businesses are make, make their money. They create a sense of urgency. I used Fashion Nova earlier as an example and that's just like that's because it's like, you know, it's like the thing right now. It's like Fashion Nova is like probably the biggest online store for girls age, you know, nineteen through thirty five, right? And they get you because they create a sense of urgency with every campaign, Everything. Do, every Everything. single campaign. <laughs> every campaign they do, there's a four hour limit. There's a 24 hours, it's 17. Oh, guess what? It's 40% now. It's going to be 70% in the last 10 minutes. They always create this sense of urgency and they find a way to get women to go, well, I was going to pay my credit card bill this month, but maybe I should go buy this stupid thing from Fashion Nova instead. So right. what, I was, what I would say to anybody um, writing is like, if, if you're going to do this for yourself and like going back to that question do's and don'ts I would say don't write for yourself if you're a terrible writer just don't yeah. do it but <laughs> if you are a good writer focus on what how you can create that sense of urgency can you put a clock on your web page can you put like you know we only have you know a limited quantity how can you create this idea that there's not a lot it's gonna it's gonna run out and if you don't act now you're gonna miss out so much of my uh, career in copywriting is working on what we call the close. And that's like closing a deal. You know, mm-hmm. you have to create that sense of urgency as soon as possible so you can close the deal. And so that's, that's something that I would love for young copywriters or up-and-coming copywriters or anybody who's trying to do this for themselves is figure out how they can create that sense of urgency for, for their business.
0: Yeah, and now that you've been speaking, I have one more question for you. Aside from just like what you talked about right now, when do you feel like, somebody is ready to hire a copywriter? So like you mentioned, you know, if you just suck at copywriting, obviously just get a copywriter to do it. But is Mm -hmm. there any point in time where you feel like, you know, people or small businesses, I should say small business owners would benefit from hiring a professional copywriter? Because I think a lot of people want to do it themselves, but what happens is like they struggle with it. So they don't post on social media, so they Mm -hmm. don't do the thing, you know, whatever. But when do you feel like is a good time for people to invest in a copywriter?
1: I think that if you're serious about your business and you want to reach as many people as possible, you know, get that copywriter early. They can help you. It doesn't you know, I'm not I don't want to deter people who have been in business for like 10 years and never worked with a copywriter. I would say do it when you're ready to expand your reach. A lot of us, we have like our, you know, our circles that we can make money in. You know, we have our little market. Once your market is saturated, like your little circle is saturated. Everybody's bought your product. 35,000 times and you're ready to take it to that next level. If you're ready to make five, six figures with your business, if you're ready to become a millionaire with your business, you have to start delegating those tasks to others, you, you, you know, and you need to start de- delegating those tasks to professionals who have experience selling brands and making millions of dollars for companies. Right. So I would say whenever you feel like that you're ready to really step outside your comfort zone and start attracting that wealth that you know that you deserve. I would I would highly recommend putting the care of copy into, you know, a copywriter's hands and letting them help your business soar because you can only do so much with your own as your own mouthpiece that copywriter brings in so many different elements that will really elevate your brand. So whenever you're ready to take it to the next level, hire a copywriter. They can help you do it.
0: And I'll be honest with you, when I was about to hire you, like prior to hiring you, probably that month, I didn't even mm-hmm. think I had no idea that like I needed a copywriter it was something that I felt like I was decent at I get complimented on it quite often they're like oh wow like your newsletter the other day was like so well written whatever, but I know, like I know that I'm not the best at it I know that There's a lot of room for improvement i know that there's a lack of strategy when i am writing out you know the content so when i was talking to my long-term friend malai she was explaining like her business and how the copywriter that she works with makes so much money and i'm just it was so mind-boggling to me because i was just like whoa this guy makes how much money for copywriting Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then (laughs) And then she went into why that is. And then she went into how much money he's made for other people by offering courses or copywriting for them or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. And so enter you. And after speaking with you and having like our first go around with a project, I was like, girl, you need to do all of my things because (laughs) the way that you write is so much different. And I could tell that there's strategy to it, whereas before I was just like throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that something stuck. something
1: stuck Yeah, I feel you though. And that's why I say I try to tell people if you're ready, if when I say hire a copywriter when you're ready to take your business to the next level, that's what I mean. You've done a great job with your business, Kelly, doing just you. Okay. First of all, you are that, you know, peak, you know, like that's you. Okay. <laughs> you are her. But with copy, it, it's like, first of all, you know, um when you're a, a parent and you have, a business to run and things to do you don't have time to really write your own copy like mm-hmm. you might not have time to write your own social media post and plan out everything for your for your blog and your website a copywriter that's like their whole job that's what we we wake up at three o'clock in the morning and like oh my god I just came up with this green idea for Kelly I gotta write it down you know like that's that's our job it's our job to be obsessed about helping your, your business sell so if you can offload that to somebody that you trust like what can be better than that you know Absolutely.
0: And you are stuck with me for life. So I hope you know that.
1: (laughs) I'm happy, you know, I'm happy to do that. And that's what going back to what we're saying at the very, very beginning of the conversation, like, um, as a copywriter, what I my goal, you know, I'm a I'm an artist, you know, I'm I'm a poet, I run a great art scene out here in my community. And but copy pays really well. And I know I'm great at it. So I'm like, okay, if I can get really good at copy, in my, in my twilight years, I can write the novels of the century. Right now, I want to help people's businesses grow. And I feel like there's so many people like you out there who, who do the hard work, who are really passionate and are willing to do it themselves, but just need some more help. Those are the kind of people I look for to help. It's like those, you know, especially women. I feel like for us, we always, we do a lot of work in the world that mm. nobody recognizes. We don't always get a badge of honor for all the shit we do every single day to keep the girl the world moving right mm-hmm. um we're mothers we're we're aunties we're sisters we're daughters we're we're best friends we're we're the person you can call when you need something and we play that role in so many different ways and that's why I really try to dedicate my work to women and that's why I was so excited when I met you I was like oh my god finally finally mm-hmm. I have like a really dope female client who like who gets it so I'm sorry, I went on that tangent at the end. I just got inspired. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) no, I love it. Yes,
0: this has been so amazing. I feel like this is going to bring so much value to everybody who's listening right now. And I just want to thank you so much, Jam, for everything that you've done for me, for my business, for um, our community and for the beauty business babes who are listening right now. So if somebody's interested in getting in touch with you, how can they do that?
1: Sure, Uh, drop me an email. I I love emails or texts. Text messages. I'll give out my email now, not my phone number. Sure, yes. <laughs> but if you send me an email, I'm that person who texts your email every ten minutes. My name on my email is Jamilah, that's Jamila. That's J A M I L A dot Wimberly, just like Kimberly with a W at gmail.com. Um, you can email me there and I will answer you and we can get the conversation started. Like I told Kelly earlier, I'm kinda low key on on copy. I like to I like to work with people like Kelly who are, you know, who are um, professionals and really serious about their business. So I will be more than happy to work with you one-on-one and see what I can do for your business.
0: Great, I love that. Thank you so much, Jam. I really appreciate this. You guys, we will see you on the next episode of the Beauty Business Babe podcast. We'll see you then. Hey, Beauty Business Babe. You know it's not fair to keep all of the juicy secrets yourself. If you think that this episode is going to help a friend, a colleague, somebody in your life, please share this episode with them aside from that i would love to see you and connect with you on instagram make sure you screenshot this episode and share it on your instagram stories make sure to tag me at i am underscore Ann so i can repost it thank you so much for sharing your love your gratitude and your support with me